0: Put your name on the wait list and you will be the first to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out, with a lot of exciting changes, and with pretty much the best deal under the sun. All right, let's get into today's podcast episode. Please, for the love of all things good and holy, stop making these LinkedIn mistakes, guys. you've got big business dreams but you're feeling stuck when it comes to all things social media digital and content marketing this is the podcast for you and if you like free stuff well I've got you sorted there as well head over to stevie says slash little black book now to steal my little black book of social media secrets you're listening to the stevie says social podcast Hey guys, and welcome to episode 71 of the Stevie Says Social podcast. I'm going to get straight into today's podcast episode because we are continuing on the LinkedIn bandwagon. Bandwagon. (laughs) By continuing on the LinkedIn bandwagon that we started last week. Now, last week, if you haven't listened to episode 70 yet, get your booty over there and have a listen to that one. But we talked about five things that you need to know about LinkedIn right now. And let me tell you, when I was doing the research for that particular podcast episode, I was pretty much astounded by the power of LinkedIn It is one of those platforms that doesn't always get the attention of sexier platforms like, dare I say it, Instagram. And for that reason, there's actually a lot of potential to stand out. So make sure you head back to episode 70 and give that a listen if you haven't already. What I'm going to do in this episode, though, is to go through some of the mistakes that I see on the LinkedIn platform and that sometimes give LinkedIn a little bit of a bad name as well. Now, some of these mistakes that I'm going to talk about are affecting the visibility and reach of the people that are making them. Some are actually affecting the online reputation and personal brand, of the people that are making them and you might know some of the mistakes I mean around that so really spammy connection requests. I have heard pretty much all of the things when it comes to LinkedIn. I've heard about people getting propositioned for a date on LinkedIn. It's pretty funny. Anyway, uh, so what I thought I would do is go through not just the really obvious mistakes that people are making, uh asking people on a date, but some of the less obvious things that if you can kind of make sure that you're avoiding them if you're diving into the platform for the first time, or stop making them if you're already active on LinkedIn will really up level what you're doing. Now, speaking of up-leveling, before we get into the meat and potatoes of this week's episode, I need to let you know about LinkedIn Brand Boss. Now, if you've listened to last week's episode, you would have heard about LinkedIn Brand Boss. If you've listened to episode 64 with Ruby Lee all about her LinkedIn strategy, you would know about Ruby and potentially about LinkedIn Brand Boss, but if not... Let me tell you about LinkedIn Brand Boss. (laughs) Now I am not the expert when it comes to LinkedIn and I have really decided to up-level my knowledge when it comes to basically maximising the platform because I think there's actually a lot of opportunity there for me. Now when I decided that I wanted to do that, the only person that I wanted to learn from was Ruby. After having her on the podcast, I was completely sold on the way that she goes about LinkedIn. So not the really old school strategies that maybe worked a while ago, but really just annoyed people because they were overly salesy, she really dives into how to actually build your personal brand, share your message, and actually... Uh, get your personality across on LinkedIn in a way that attracts people to you, which, if you know anything about me, is completely speaking my language. Now, she's currently opened enrollments for her LinkedIn Brand Boss program. So it's a group coaching program, eight-week program that basically goes through everything that service-based businesses, online coaches, and anyone that kind of has their audience on LinkedIn can use to uh, up-level and build their personal brand on the LinkedIn platform. I am going to be doing this program, and if you're interested in joining me, I have a very special offer just for Stevie Says Social Podcast listeners. So... Let me tell you what that actually is, hey. So anyone that's interested in joining me in LinkedIn Brand Boss, I want you to head over to Instagram, send me a DM, and I will send you the link to sign up with an instant 20% discount, so 20% off the full price. If you then go on to sign up and you send me a screenshot of your order confirmation screen, I will also throw in two epic bonuses. So I will give you my Instagram caption templates, which is 48 completely done for you, Instagram caption templates, and my ebook, which is 100 tips for growing an engaged Instagram following. So head over to Stevie Says Social on Instagram, send me a DM if you're interested in the link and the discount, or... Head over to stevie says social.com forward slash 71 and download the freebie for today's episode, which is a complete optimization checklist for your Instagram, Instagram, LinkedIn profile. (laughs) I'm so used to saying Instagram guys, and you will also get the discount code and the link there as well. Okay. So let's get into the mistakes that you need to stop making when it comes to LinkedIn. Number one is not optimizing your profile. So let me give you some truth bombs, guys. LinkedIn is a search engine and a really, really powerful one at that. So what I mean by that is that People have the ability to search for people in your industry with your position title, in the roles that you've previously worked in, in your city, and so much more. Now, that's all well and good if you're actually discoverable on the platform. So are you? (laughs) What I'm talking about here is making sure that you have a fully optimized profile so that people can actually search for you and find you. Now, LinkedIn actually gives preference to those who have filled their profile out completely. And if that isn't enough of an incentive to set aside an hour and actually do it, then I do not know what is. Now, there is, as I've just mentioned, an awesome freebie for this particular episode. If you head to steviesayssocial.com forward slash 71, you can get a complete step-by-step process or checklist is probably more the right word for it, for actually optimizing your profile. And I actually went through and did this exercise using my own checklist and my views have really gone up so it works. But here's a few things to keep in mind. So number one, your headline. Your headline really matters, guys. So your headline is a searchable field of LinkedIn. And it's how a lot of people who are searching for you will actually come across you. So it is really important to make sure that you are properly keyword optimizing your headline, as well as actually making it attractive and appealing to those that are reading it. So what I mean by that is don't just keyword stuff it. Make sure that it's still kind of, you know, interesting, informative headline to read, but it is searchable and you should definitely give some time and attention to it. Number two is your photo. Now, of course, this isn't searchable, but you do need to make sure that the photo that you have on your LinkedIn profile is painting a good picture. This is not the time for really low quality social media pics with you know, the face of your ex-boyfriend cropped out of them, <laughs> I've definitely seen this before, you need to make sure that your profile photo is personable. You need to make sure that it's professional. So easy ways to do that. Make sure that you're actually facing the camera. Make sure that it's clear. Make sure that it's not pixelated. Make sure that there's nothing in the background and it's not cluttered. You need to make sure that that the first impression that you're painting is a good one. Invest in getting a professional headshot, guys. It is a really important thing, you know. A picture paints a thousand words and you want to make sure that your first impression is good. Number three when it comes to optimising your profile is your professional summary. So this is where you need to make sure that you put together a really killer bio that summarises who you are and what you do, as well as telling people how you can help them and why you're there. So you also need to make sure that all other aspects of your profile are filled out in addition to these three things. But the reason why I've got headline, photo and professional summary as the three that I've really highlighted is that they're the ones that will really stand out and it's the first impression that people will have of you. So closing points on optimising your profile, just remember that the more complete your profile is, the more opportunity there is for people to find you and for LinkedIn to prioritise your profile in search so that you can actually get found. Okay, so the second big mistake that I see when it comes to LinkedIn is not making use of the search feature. Now, while we're on the topic of search and we're talking about people finding you, did you know, because I did not know this until about a year ago and it changed my life, guys, that LinkedIn has a really powerful search feature. So say, for example, you want to make a list of every single marketing manager in your city and say you want to do that because you want to send them a gift box to get on their radar right hint hint this is a really good thing to do you can do that with linkedin and what i mean by that is that you can actually click into the search bar at the top of your linkedin you can type in marketing manager, and then in the advanced search column, you can filter by city. You can also filter by things like industry if you want to find every single marketing manager in the real estate industry, for example. Now, if the opportunity and power of this particular feature doesn't excite you, well, then stop listening to this podcast episode because I give up. <laughs> It's hugely powerful, guys. This is a really great way of putting together a more personalised marketing strategy that targets specific people and specific companies. Now, if you want some ideas on how to use this particular tactic in your marketing, I really recommend that you check out the episode that I did with Joey from Calligraphy on Vogue and I don't have the number with me, but it is an awesome podcast episode about how to take your Podcast? Podcast? how to take your marketing offline. So you can make a whole hit list of people that are in key positions within certain organisations that you want to get in front of, right? And then you can actually personally send them things like packages, which is what Joe did. And you couldn't do that if you didn't know who they were in the first place, right? So this is a really cool feature of LinkedIn and it's something that not enough people are maximising the opportunity of. Now, let's go into the third mistake that I see people make, which is, and you've probably seen this one as well, being super spammy. Now, LinkedIn has a really bad reputation sometimes for a good reason, because it deserves it. Now, if you've been on LinkedIn for any period of time, you would know that there is a lot of spammy behavior that goes on there. It's like people just kind of log in and they lose their manners and they lose any concept of how to actually treat another person in a really friendly, normal way. Now I'm the ex-marketing manager for a real estate company and I saw this firsthand over and over. I would often get these connection requests from other people that were basically trying to sell me. They wouldn't personalise their connection requests, which is mistake number one. If you're going to make the time to connect with a new connection, make it personal. And even once I did accept, well... (laughs) that's pretty much where the bad behaviour would start. So I would often immediately be spammed with a sales pitch on a real estate-related product or service and it's just not the way to go about it. Like... Everything that I teach when it comes to social media, and LinkedIn is no different, is that you need to start with value. You need to build relationships. If you don't do that and you go straight in with a sales pitch, you're not going to succeed. This is the fastest way to really destroy your personal reputation and to waste a lot of your valuable time in the process. That is all I will say about that, because I'm sure that we've all experienced it in one way or another. And trust me, guys, you don't want to be that guy or girl. Okay, so the next mistake that I see made is mistaking being professional for lacking personality. So repeat after me. I've said this before and I will say it again, but being professional does not mean that you need to leave your personality at the doorstep. So in other words, basically you can be professional and you can still have personality. People connect with people right? So when you conduct yourself, whether, you know, online or offline, when you conduct yourself in a way that really kind of showcases your personality, you can resonate with the right people. So one of the biggest downfalls I think of LinkedIn and the way that people approach the platform is that it is really unnecessarily stale uh, because everyone is trying to fit in. What does that mean? What it means is that if you want to stand out... You need to express your personality. You need to stand out yourself, right? And that is how you really start to gain traction on the platform. So what do I mean by that? Well, you can write copy in a really personal way, for example. So rather than writing everything like a legal report, you can actually inject a little bit of your personality into the way that you write, You can show up on video and give people a little bit of an insight into your personality whilst still adding value. You can craft a profile that kind of showcases your personality as well as just your expertise. So, What I mean here is that you don't need to be stale just because everyone else on LinkedIn is, and that is ultimately what will get you traction on LinkedIn, because people are more likely to engage with content that they resonate with, and they don't resonate with stale, boring content enough said (laughs) I feel like this is turning into a little bit of a rant of a podcast episode and I don't mean it to be guys because I'm actually really positive about the opportunity of the platform but I think that the fact that there's so much poor behaviour and really kind of stale uh content on the platform it really opens up an opportunity for those people that are keen to do things differently I am one of those people are you one of those people all right, so the last mistake that I see made is not understanding the LinkedIn algorithm. So, just like Facebook, and just like you know Instagram, LinkedIn has an algorithm, and basically what the algorithm does is it determines who sees what content in the newsfeed. So, according to LinkedIn, um, they basically aim to serve up content from and I'm reading here exactly from LinkedIn, they aim to serve up content from people that you know, talking about things that you care about. So that is what their algorithm is. So what that means is that in order to succeed on LinkedIn, you need to create content that is useful or helpful above everything else. When it comes to deciding on the relevance of a post... So this is, again, related to the LinkedIn algorithm. There's three criteria that LinkedIn takes into account. Okay, so listen in here. Number one is they take into account the value of the post to the member and they call people on the platform members. So the value of the post to the member. The value to the member's network. So how valuable is a particular post to the network of... person that's seeing it. And then the value to the creator of the post. So, I'm not going to repeat those because there's a common theme here. The common theme guys is value. You need to, with your posts, create value and you need to help people. That is the single golden rule when it comes to LinkedIn. Now, one way that you can really create this value is to niche down into particular topics. So LinkedIn has actually found that their user base is more interested in going deep on topics that they're interested in. So they get more engagement or they see more engagement and conversation around niche topics so you know LinkedIn marketing for example instead of social media and even kind of more niche than that so add value and niche down that is how you really make the most of the LinkedIn algorithm and you give your content the most chance of being seen so the opposite of that just so that you know is really broad content that is self-serving and promotional that is a recipe for disaster and how much do you see that on LinkedIn so again there is so much opportunity to stand out So there you have it, guys. They are the five biggest mistakes that I see on LinkedIn. I'll just run through them quickly again. Number one is not optimising your profile on what is ultimately a search engine. And if you want a guide for exactly how to do that, the same guide that I use that increased my views really significantly, head to steviesayssocial.com forward slash 71. The second mistake is not using the search feature to actually pick out people that you want to contact. It's one thing just to put posts up on things like Facebook and Instagram and hope that the right people see it. But the fact that on LinkedIn, you can actually find out exactly who those people are is really, really valuable and not enough people use that feature. Number three is being spammy. Enough said, we've all dealt with the spammy connection requests, right? Number four is mistaking being professional for lacking personality. And number five is just not understanding the LinkedIn algorithm, which, let me break it down for you, ultimately comes down to value. You need to provide valuable, engaging content. This is no different to any other social media platform. Okay, guys, I hope that helps because I've said it before and I will say it again. There is huge potential on this platform because people are not doing it the right way. If you get it wrong, you can really kind of waste your time, number one, because nobody's going to see your content or care about it if they do, but you can actually really damage your reputation if you're employing some of the old school tactics, which is being really salesy, um, coming out with spammy connection requests and that sort of thing. Now, if you want to learn how to do LinkedIn the right way, I would again highly recommend jumping on board Ruby Lee's LinkedIn Brand Boss course I am doing it in order to up-level my knowledge in this particular area. And if LinkedIn is a platform that you want to dive into and really kind of stand out and maximize the opportunity on, I highly recommend that you do as well. Now, make sure you head to stevie Says social.com forward slash 71 and download the freebie in order to get the special link and 20% discount code for LinkedIn Brand Boss. It's only available to Stevie Says Social podcast listeners, as well as my pretty epic bonuses. I'm going to give you my caption QR, which is 48 Done for you, Instagram and Facebook captions, and also my Instagram engagement and follower ebook. So 100 tips for growing an engaged Instagram following. So I will send you that as soon as I send through the optimization checklist when you go and download that, or just send me a DM on Instagram at Social, and I'll send you the link and the discount code there as well. All right, guys, my eight and a half month pregnant self is getting a little breathless after this podcast episode. I am not going to lie. So (laughs) I will leave it there until next time. I will see you then.